0: Gateway Church. we are a growing family after God's heart. Come on over, Diane. she's, she's with me today, all right? And uh, she's going to stand right beside me because 45 years ago, 45 years ago on this weekend in September, this church was birthed, and uh, it was called Alliance Community Church at the time, and uh, Diane was a charter member. Of uh of the uh, the church and Chuck and Diane are here, as well as Larry and Arlis. I think they're around somewhere, and so uh, they're charter members. And uh, we're very excited about uh about what the Lord's done. And Jody White as well. She's here, and Jody's not happy with Tony now, but uh, that's all right. Diane, you were there at the beginning, yes. and so I got a couple of questions. Tell us a little bit. <laughs> how the church started, and how you have served the Lord through the years in his church.
1: Okay, well, in 1971, there were several of us families from Elk River that were attending the Nalvin Alliance Church, and we had a vision to plant a Christian Missionary Alliance Church in Elk River. So um, we began to meet in homes on Wednesday nights to pray and plan um, for this church that we wanted to start, and this was with Nalvin's blessings. Also, um, Larry and Arles or Morales, had a empty truck garage. This was to be our new church. So, right there. <laughs> okay, there. Yeah, right. And so weeks before, we went in there, we cleaned, we scrubbed, we painted, we, uh platform was built, we had a piano, um, hymnals, chairs, everything we needed. In the corner back there, we had made a nursery, because Arles and I had babies at that time. And so it was just a little petitions, a few petitions, that kind of sorted out. We had a crib and a, a rocker back there, and so the seed was planted when we started that that first Sunday um, at that time Labor Day weekend. And we had Pastor Bean, um, who had been an interim pastor at now then was our pastor, and I think everyone who of the family served in some way or in some capacity or another. And I know Dave Peterson led the singing. And I played piano only because I was the only one. So Dave would give me the music ahead of time, and I'd say, okay, no, no sharps, no flats, just keep it playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nathan's
0: looking for another pianist here.
1: <laughs> no way. Um, <laughs> and this was until a couple teen girls um, took over, and they played, played piano for a while. Uh, that night at our uh, evening service, God's Kids, a, a youth group from now then. A youth choir came and, and gave a concert that night, and we had quite a few in attendance uh, then. We, um, in the corner of this, this building up and hanging from the ceiling was a heater, and as it got cooler, that heater would come on every once in a while. It was kind of noisy. But if the <laughs> heater came on and a train went by at the same time, he had to stop talking because it was, it was so noisy. <laughs> then, um, so we met in there until December. Um, Larry and Arliss Morrell had donated the land for the church, and it was, we started building right away. By December, we were in church. It wasn't finished yet. You probably couldn't do that today. It wasn't finished or inspected. We'd go in on Saturday and sweep up the, the uh, sawdust and the plaster and move the tools and set up the chairs and um, have service in there. <clears throat> And then when the church was completed, we had um, our chairs were rows of like theater seats that Billy Graham Association had given to us. And um, so we used those until we had the the pews that we had, and those were given back. And and then another church, I believe, used them uh, for a new church. So we had many blessings in that beginning. And it's exciting to see the seed we planted then and to see what it's come to now is pretty awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's give <laughs> Diane a hand. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. And here we are today. Didn't she do a great job? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I asked Diane, too, to share a little bit more, but she she decided that she wasn't going to... She felt like that would be kind of bragging, but I said, you should list all of the different ministries that you were involved in, where you served, and I mean, we were talking, and the list was, I mean, almost like a page long. I mean, nursery, and, and Sunday school, and youth, and worship, and... At the very beginning when I started, a few months or years after I started, Diane was my, was my secretary for, for a few years, and that was just awesome. We had a lot of time together to talk and pray and, and uh, share our hearts. So Diane, you're a special part of Gateway Church. Thank you for your years of service. Chuck was a server too. He was a treasure, served on our governing board for many, many years, and then Larry and Arliss, of course, they have led an example of what it means to serve. And so as we talk about serving today, that's the theme. That's the theme for today. And uh, as a staff, the uh, first, second Sunday of the fall season, we, we launched the, the, the ministry by doing a ministry fair. And we've done that for the last, I don't know, six, seven, eight years. And that's the way we begin. And the theme, we talk about the theme, what, what will the theme be? This year, it was not flashy at all, all right? No color, you got the bulletin, right? Black and white, no thrill, nothing but just plain serve, all right? Serve. Kirsten asked me when uh, she was working on the, uh, the generic cornflakes. Remember I brought that box in last week? And during a time in my mom's life, she bought mostly everything that was generic. She even brought home the beans. And it just said beans. So you didn't know if it was Van Campen, pork beans, baked beans, black beans, green beans. It was just beans. Black and white, serve. It's all about serving. So that's what this... This uh, theme is all about, but Kirsten is asking, what would you like on the box? Serve with a question mark or serve with a period? And I thought about it just shortly, and I said, period. Period. No, no question. The only question would be where I serve, what ministry do I serve in, but not if I serve. So it's just period. Serve, period. That's the theme. As a follower, a disciple of Jesus Christ, serving is not optional. Disciples of Jesus Christ serve, period, exclamation point. And the simple reason is that that is what Jesus did. That's what he did. He even said, you remember the words, I didn't come to be served, but to serve, give my life as a ransom For many, and then he showed his disciples how it how it's done. Here's how you serve. Watch me. Jesus had three years, that's it. Ordained by his father, three years. And we know that he packed a lot of stuff into those three years: preaching, teaching, healing, miracles, ministering to the masses, right? But then he also had time to minister to individuals. And during those years, he was thinking about the future when he would no longer be with his disciples. Now, if I were Jesus, I think I would have been a victim of the tyranny of the urgent. I'd have been so overwhelmed with all the needs, unmet needs that there were, that I'd be running around trying to meet all these needs. And Jesus met needs, but all the while, Three years, that's all he had. In the back of his mind, maybe right in the front of his mind at times as well, he had to train these 12 guys, these 11 disciples, to carry on the work. If he didn't do that, the church wouldn't be here today. We're the result of what Jesus did with those 12 disciples. I mean, he poured into their lives. He he blocked out time He carved out time to train those disciples. Jesus was a master rabbi or teacher. He took his disciples through a series of four stages of discipleship that would prepare them for his departure and ensure that his kingdom would keep on expanding into all the world. These disciples would be ready to go when called upon. They didn't think they were they were they were ready. When the church was was birthed and formed, the Holy Spirit fell. They remembered. All of a sudden, it was like, aha, that's what he was doing. As I go through these four discipleship phases, they remembered. The first phase was this. I do you watch. Jesus left his disciples, let his disciples watch him as a living example. His words to his very first disciples were, come and see. They had a question. He said, here's my answer to your question. Come on over. Come and see. They did. They listened to his words. They watched him do the ministry. He modeled it for them. But that was not an end in itself. He doesn't leave them there simply watching, nor does he leave us simply watching. If all we ever do, as it relates to our church involvement, is just come here and sit and watch, that's just the first phase. Obviously, we receive and we enter into what's happening here and are led. But it's to equip us and empower us to grow, but also to what? Serve. Second stage. First stage was, I do, you watch. I do, you help. He moves them from come and see to come and follow me. And as they follow, Jesus begins to train them and invites them to participate with him in the ministry. There's a shift that takes place. For example, when Jesus fed the 5,000, what did he do? He had them help. He said, come on over here. In fact, he first says, you do it. You feed them. And all they simply needed to do was come back to Jesus and say, hey, that's impossible for us to do. And then he gives them what they bring to him, five loaves and two fish, he blesses it and then he gives it back and they become part of the miracle. He doesn't Jesus doesn't do all the work. I do you help. Thirdly, you do. I help. Remember what Jesus does after they watch him and help him. He sends them out. Remember that? Two by two. And he gave them specific instructions. Here's what you do when you go out. Talks about that in Luke 9 and Luke 10. And they did what Jesus taught them to do. Heal the sick, raise the dead. They did all the kingdom stuff. But listen, he's not with them, right? At that time, you do, I help. But he's close. In proximity, he's close. They come back and tell him how things went. They report, he listens. He's like a supportive coach that gives his disciples the opportunity to practice what they had learned. He coaches them. They were now doing it. They were serving and then the end. It's like, Jesus, are you sure they're ready? They don't look like they're ready. They don't sound like they're ready. They make lots of mistakes. You call them out all the time. You, you're happy about the wrong things and you've you're, you got a stubborn heart. Remember how Jesus talked to them like that? It's like, I don't know if they're ready. And Jesus, they're ready. I poured my life into these guys for three years. Here's the last stage, and I close with this. I do, you watch. I do, you help. You do, I help. How do you think it concludes? You do, I watch. Really? Yeah. He's ascended to heaven, he's no longer with them in body on the earth. Jesus is the ultimate delegator. He releases the disciples to carry the full responsibility of the ministry. Remember what he said to them? Matthew 28, 18, Then Jesus came to them before he was ascended and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, and I'm giving it to you. Right? Therefore, go, go. If you don't have verse 18, then they're not going in verse 19. They're saying there's just no way that we're going to be able to do it. But he gives them his authority. He's been training them. Go and what? Make disciples, do service of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you, and surely I am with you in spirit. I'll be with you in spirit, not in body. I'll send my spirit, the advocate, the comforter, and you will do what I did in my power. Surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. That's his model. And that's our model. We'll never change. It worked then. Folks, it's going to work today. So I close this close with this verse in the Gospel of John, chapter 12, verse 26b. Jesus said these words. He's speaking. He's speaking to you. And he says, My Father will honor the one who what? Serves me. Serves me. Wow. Lord, it's an honor and a privilege to serve you. There's no, there's no greater joy than, than discovering what our gift is, and then doing service for the king of kings. This isn't about, well, you know, you should serve and you ought to serve. And No, it's, it's, a, it's an understanding of the model and that we need to be obedient, but to be obedient out of a, a heart that says, I want to serve, I can't wait to serve. And when we serve, Jesus says, my father will honor the one who serves me So today it's just about serve period Part of our service is what takes place next We don't want anyone to go home now all right I've informed the ushers to lock the doors all right <laughs> No one gets out until 10:15 all right No 11:15 We have all the various ministries of Gateway Church represented out there in the foyer. There's going to be people who are part of these ministries, worship team and Gateway Kids and youth church and hospitality life groups. We want you, if you're not connected with anybody here in the body or just want to get into a group, spend some time learning together, praying together, I'm going to start a, a new series next week on the character of Joseph. And we have, we have life groups. We want you to sign up. And if we need more leaders, we're going to get more leaders. Just for the fall, six, six sessions, all right? And this may be a way for you to minister to someone else in the body who, who needs your encouragement. Acts 29, the Truth Project. I mean, this, this is going to be a great group to be a part of, to learn about the truth, and Don, Don's doing a great job, Don Stoffer, And uh, I want you to be aware of that ministry, others, missions and meals, outreach. And so you'll have a chance to even sign up, all right? And so this is what we want you to do. We want you to go grab a cup of coffee, check out the ministries, ask questions, and fill out the sheet, all right? So I'm going to ask you to stand with me. And we're going to be dismissed. Just want to make sure, Joel, Pastor Joel, did I forget anything? No, he says, I, I, I did it. Awesome, Lord. It's a joy to serve you, Jesus. You set the example for us. Lord, and, and we want to be obedient to you and find great joy in serving. So bless the people here your people at Gateway Church, thank you for 45 years. I want to invite everyone to, to, to eat a piece of cake that, that talks about 45 years, Lord. Thank you for the years that you've blessed us with, Lord, and all the disciples that have come forth from the ministry here at Gateway Church, strong followers of Jesus who passionately love you. Thank you for the character of this church godly men and women and children and youth. Lord, we just want to we wanna, we wanna go for how many years you have for us going strong for you. So teach us to serve now in Jesus' name. Amen.